Good morning. It's Tuesday morning. It's rainy here today, which I really like sunshine, but it doesn't bother me because it will green up um, the yard and the pastures in the field definitely need the moisture. So we're glad about the rain um, and the birds are chirping. So that means it is definitely springtime. Uh, welcome to Embracing Homemaking. I am your host, Leah Coleman, and this podcast series is about homemaking in particular. And today's episode, um, I'm just going to talk to, I guess it would be um, mainly new moms, but just moms also in general. Um, I had a friend who recently had a baby, and so I guess just new moms, even if it's your third child, if you've had another baby, you're still a new mom again. Um, And she's just kind of on my heart, and moms in general are on my heart. And so I just wanted to speak to that as part of our homemaking series, because um, it's super important um, to encourage new moms. And so even if you're not a mom, if you're single um, or you are married, but you haven't been able to have children or just don't have children, please stick with this episode because this might help you know how to better um, help or encourage other women in your life who are having children. And um, yeah, so it's not just for moms, but it is geared towards moms. So anyway, um, you know, our oldest is graduating in May and on May 22nd, we're pretty excited. She's excited. Um, She does not have the typical senior, senior itis. Um, I had it terrible when I was a senior, um, but she does not have it. And she has just impressed me because she has decided long ago, I guess when high school started for her, that she was going to enjoy her whole high school years and not rush through them or wish them away. So we're really, really glad about that. Um, But she graduates on May 22nd. And um, so she's our oldest. And then our youngest is seven. And he was a surprise um, because up from there is Jake and he is 14. So and then we have Taylor, who is 16. Um, So I've got some experience. I do not have the experience of an empty, empty nester. Um, and so I, I can't speak to that, but I can speak to new moms. I can speak to moms who are um, raising high schoolers. Um, so, but I'm going to just start out with um, moms of new babies, just to encourage you. If, if it's your first baby, everything's new, right? And you're just like, you had your idea of what it was going to be like before your baby was born and then your baby's born and you pretty much toss all of that out the window and you come to reality and you have this child with this own personality at six pounds and they've got a personality and um and so everything that you thought everything that you were dreaming of everything that you were thinking would happen or thinking wouldn't happen is all going to be changed probably. I mean, some of it might be the same if you're used to babysitting or you've had younger siblings. Um, Some of it might not be a surprise to you, but just even as a mom for the first time, you just don't know what it's like until you've done it. So my encouragement for you new moms is, um, uh, gosh, it's such an important job. Where do I start? Um, I'll start with me, I guess. When um, Bailey was born um, 17 and a half years ago, um, it, 
I didn't, I babysat all the time. I babysat starting in fifth grade. Um, and so I was pretty sure I knew exactly what was going to happen and I did not. And so, um, I tell all new moms for me, the first two months were like living in a fog. Um, like you're just trying to figure out this new baby. You're trying to figure out their personality. They might be a very laid back baby. They might be a high maintenance baby. They might be um, a very loud baby, very expressive. They might be a very quiet baby. So you've got all these different options um, and you're figuring out this personality of this new baby and they can't tell you. The only thing that they can do is cry. And as they get older, they start smiling or start laughing. But the first two months, really the only quote unquote talking they do is crying. And, um, it can be really draining and really, um, stressful. Um, and so my advice is to just relax, just relax, um, rest when the baby rests, take naps as much as you can. And as often as you can, because it is exhausting. You're a new mom. You're working through all the hormones that come with just having a baby and that plays well with your emotions and your highs and your lows and your energy level. And um, so, yes, do not feel bad whatsoever for taking naps when your baby takes naps. Um, in fact, I highly recommend it. Don't think that, okay, my baby's sleeping, so now I need to get a bunch of work done. Your work will always be there, but your sanity, especially the first few months when you're trying to figure that baby out, is so important. Um, for everybody, um, cause you're going to have sleepless nights because your baby's hungry, um, and all that stuff. So just, just really just try to relax. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to get everything done and your house be perfectly clean and your, you know, gourmet meals all the time. And, um, you're kind of just like in survival mode a little bit. And the survival mode really is, for you to be able to heal because your body really is healing from giving birth and carrying a baby for nine months. And also your, your need, the energy to take care of your baby. If you're nursing, you need to have the energy, um, to produce the milk. Um, yeah, it's a big job. It's an important job. It's a good job, but it is, it is hard. It just really is. And that's another thing. Just be honest about it. Some days just stink, you know, just some days just are not good. Um, and if you are able to reach out for help, if you have family in the area, ask for help, just be like, Hey, can you take the baby for a couple hours so I can just sit here and do nothing or take a nap or watch a show by yourself without worrying about the baby. Um, or if you don't have family, but you have a good friend, ask them. I know it's so hard. It was so hard for me to ask for help because, um, I just, I don't know why it would, it just was hard for me to ask for help and we didn't have any family around, but we had good friends. Um, but it was just hard for me to ask for help. And that's what I would suggest is just be sure to reach out to some friend for help. Um, the other day I ran over to my friend with a new baby and just watched her little baby for a couple hours while she just got some, um, um, DIY stuff done in their house that they've been working on and she just needed to get it done. And so I just went over there and sat with their little baby and, um, it doesn't seem like much, but it, it really is. It, it is helpful. Um, so that for you ladies who don't have children or your children are grown or whatever, that is like, be aware of the new moms around you and just 
let them know that you are available to help if they need help and just be like, Hey, you know, I know that you've just had a new baby and um, I would love to come sit and hold your baby while you take a nap or while you run to the store or whatever um, for a couple hours or, you know, whatever. So you don't have to change diapers for a couple hours because everything just really is exhausting those first couple months. Um, one of the things that we did <clears throat> leading up to having Bailey, our first one, was we read the book, I believe it's called Time Wise. And that was really key to our success um, with getting on a schedule. And last podcast session, I talked about the importance of schedules for a family, but this one is getting your baby on a schedule. And it is an amazing book because this book helps you understand that you don't want your baby to come home and start running the show. Like everything revolves around the baby to some extent it does because it's new and very needy. Um, but this helps you learn how to get your baby on a schedule. Like for instance, um, it help you want to make sure that your new baby is not sleeping all day because then guess what? They're going to be awake all night. They get their days and nights mixed up very easily when they're that little. And so this book, time-wise, um, helps you know how to make sure that your baby has wake time in the morning and in the afternoon and in the evenings. Um, it, it, you're training your baby to take naps. So even if it's not falling asleep, let's say you want to have your nap time at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, then you set your day up for, okay, the baby will probably, um, wake up at, I don't know, let's just pretend 6am, um, and be hungry. And so you feed your baby and you change your baby and all that stuff. And then generally, I think they're on a three hour feeding schedule, maybe two, two and a half hour, two and a half hour to three hour feeding schedule every two and a half to three hours, if I remember right. Um, and so with that, you would, the baby would be up at six, you would feed the baby, change the baby, make sure that the baby's awake for a while. Um, as they get a little bit older, they can be awake for longer. But then if you want to get your morning nap time schedule down, then six, seven, eight, nine, that's three hours. So then your baby's going to be ready to eat about nine, maybe eight thirty nine ish. Then you change your baby so they're dry. And then you put your baby down for a nap. Um, and and then you do the same routine for the afternoon. So nine, 10, 11, 12. So yeah, about 12 ish, you know, you want to get your baby down for a nap at one, maybe, um, that was always a good nap time for us. Um, and so you just work your schedule. This book is amazing. Um, it teaches you to not overhold your baby. Um, that is one thing I wish, you know, I would have done a little bit more with baby when she was a baby was hold her more, but this book is um, it doesn't tell you not to hold your baby. It just doesn't want you to spoil your baby to where the baby always needs to be held. And then you absolutely have no life. Um, and you can't do anything. You can't shower. You can't anything because the baby is just so used to being held. Um, yeah. So this book time wise, I can't remember the author. I'll see if I can look it up and put it in the show notes. Um, that's a really, really good source of information, especially if you like schedules. And even if you don't, you might want to just look into it just to help your mind prepare for, oh, you know what? We probably should think about putting our baby on a schedule because it'll just be really healthy for the baby and really healthy for you and your family. 
um, to have a schedule and that the baby doesn't run your life. You are in charge of your schedule. Um, one thing that I, I did not know until baby number three, Jake came along. Um, I like most, probably all moms have their babies sleep in their room. I never had it sleep in our same bed. I just, that to me was unsafe and then just not comfortable. Um, so I always had it in a little bassinet by me, um, for a while and I didn't figure it out until Jake came along, but with Bailey, um, she had a really hard birth. Um, that's a whole different story. And so I was really extra careful with her, but with Taylor, when she came, she was a really easy baby, but she stayed in our room for about the first two months. And I really couldn't sleep, um, because all their little baby noises, I just couldn't sleep through it. Some people might be able to. I couldn't. It drove me nuts. I always was wondering, is the baby okay? Why is she grunting? Why is she, is she unhappy? All that stuff just kind of stressed me out. So when Jake came along, I decided that Jake would just go right into the nursery and not be in my room. Um, I would have the baby monitor on in there. And I tell you what, that saved my sanity because I could sleep so much better. Um, we got him on a schedule right away. He was a very easy baby. Um, so that does help. But um, I just didn't hear all the grunting and stuff. I just turned the monitor down so I could still hear him, but it wasn't really loud. Um, and so I slept so much better. I think he was probably happier because I wasn't always fussing and finding out what he was grunting about or whatever. Um, so at nighttime he would sleep in his nursery and same with nap time, he would sleep in his nursery. And so, um, I don't, that's just one suggestion I have. I know that with your first baby, it's a different story. That would be harder to put your baby into their own room right away. Although I will say that when Ty, our surprise came along seven years after Jake, right away, he went into his own room as well and it worked out phenomenally. So you kind of have to just um, trust that your baby's going to be fine when they're in the nursery because I, you know, all moms worry about their newborns, especially. Um, but that's just a suggestion. That's what worked really well for me. It won't work really well for other people. So I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just saying this is what worked really well for us. Um, and you know, like I said, with your first one, everything's new. And so you want, you know, you're just extra aware of your baby by your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever, you know, by then you're used to what babies are doing and what they need. And so it's easier to make some of those other decisions that are, you're not sure to make when you have your first one. Um, so the book time wise, and I will look it up, um, and double check the author. So another thing um, with new moms is um, just enjoy your baby. Don't, don't feel like you have to keep your same busy schedule that you kept before your baby was born, going to all these um, activities, or if you're in church, going to all these church activities. Um, yes, church is important, but there are going to be days when you have a new, a little kid, a new baby, especially where you might wake up on Sunday morning and you're exhausted and then you are getting ready for church and then it's a junky morning and right when you're leaving to go out the door to get in the vehicle to go to church, your baby has a really dirty diaper and so just chill, just chill, just, you know what, it's just a season in life, it really is, it's just a very short season and so don't stress over keeping your same busy schedule. Just tone it back and just be like, you know what? Right now, my baby's really young 
and I just can't be running around all the time. Or, you know, if you're headed out to your appointment or your um, activity that you're supposed to be at and something goes wrong, don't worry about getting there. Just call the person up and be like, you know what? I was planning on coming, but I'm not able to make it today because it's just been a rough morning. And I would think that most people would be gracious about it. Um, I, I know that I would be, um, because I wish I would have been more gracious to myself in that area when I was a young mom. And so don't feel like you have to get to every activity because everyone expects you to be there. Um, just do your best. You're in a new season of life with a new baby and stuff just changes. Um, yeah. Another thing that is really important for new moms, um, our church does this. I'm actually the one who sets them up, but we provide meals for new moms. Um, and so when they get home with the baby, you know, I contact the mom and be like, Hey, we would love to pre provide you a few meals for this week. And then they let us know what schedule it is. And then I schedule the ladies to bring the meal. Um, and that's huge. It doesn't sound like it. Um, so this is another one you single or single ladies or women without children at home. This is a key area that would be so helpful for a new mom is to just provide a meal. I don't even care if it's a if it's pizza. Um, if you go to the local pizza hut or whatever and be like, Hey, I'm going to order two pizzas for this family, pizza and breadsticks and bring them some, a good drink or some fruit with it or some salad provide them, provide a meal so that the mom doesn't even have to think about it. She just knows that the meal is going to be dropped off at six o'clock and they can eat and she doesn't have to worry about it. Um, I know some ladies I've heard of, they bring like paper plates and uh, throw away silverware too. That's a really awesome idea because then the mom doesn't have to worry about dishes. She can just throw everything in the garbage. Um, yeah. So another I'm just kind of going through the things. Another suggestion I do have, and I was very diligent about this shower every day. I, you know, I, I hear of moms who are like, Oh, I haven't showered in a week. And I'm like, really? Um, take a shower. It just freshens you up. It makes you feel better. Your hair feels better. Your body feels better. Um, I just know that I showered every day with a new baby and I just, it just helps like washes everything away, kind of washes the stress away. It's a bit of a routine thing that you did before your baby was born. And so just kind of keeping that same routine, um, of hygiene and just looking, looking your as best as you can. Um, and just kind of washing the grime away from the day before. Um, yeah. So those are some suggestions I have. One of the biggest ones is just be kind to yourself as a new mom there's going to be so many suggestions of what you should do. I know when, um, one of our babies was little, one lady got after me for not having socks on their feet. And I'm like, I'm the mom. I know if they need socks, they're going to have suggestions on everything, or they're going to be like, they, you know, they can just kind of say, what's this stuff on their face? Like a little rash or, you know, just be kind to yourself because, you're going to figure out your baby. You know, your baby better than anybody else. And so you're going to figure out what works best for you and people's suggestion. They're trying to be helpful. And some of it is helpful and probably a lot of it is helpful. Um, but some of it might just, you might just have to toss out and just be like, whatever, that's what they think. Thanks for the advice. Then toss it out and do your own thing. Um, 
yeah, just it's your baby. Remember that. Remember that you're the mom who loves this baby more than anybody else. And your baby loves you more than anybody else. And your baby wants you more than anybody else. And so just be kind to yourself. It is a short season of life where you're extremely exhausted. Before you know it, they're going to be a senior in high school. And um, you'll look back on those years and yeah, they were hard, but they were good. Um, you get the awesome opportunity of raising the next generation. Don't take that lightly. Everything you do from the moment, even, even from the moment they're conceived, but especially from when they're born, everything you do is impacting their life from the hugs you give, <clears throat> wiping away tears, listening to them, holding them, playing with them, even disciplining them is key to the next generation being responsible, respectful people. And so be proud of your job. Be open to reaching out for help, seeking help or advice from someone who has been there before, but has experience under their belt. Um, and moms, and ladies who are observing the new moms, just do what you can to be encouraging. Um, encourage them along the way because you know what? They're waking up in the middle of the night feeding a baby when they need, when they would rather be sleeping and desperately need sleep and changing diapers and uh, just be encouraging. And new moms, just be super kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself. You are learning this this process. It's not something that just you have a baby and you automatically know how to do it. It is not that way. It is a learning process. If this is your first baby, remember that you are getting to know a person, a tiny little human. And, um, and it takes work and it takes time. And um, you're going to make mistakes and it's okay. And you're going to make really good decisions and that's great but it's all part of the journey.